Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. <laughs> I was waiting on y'all to press the button. Oh, goodness. All right, we ready. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, friends. We back at it again. Yes, Lord. Here we are. On this good old Super Bowl Sunday. Mm -hmm. Are y'all rooting for anybody for the Super Bowl? Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. Urshie, baby. (laughs) I'm waiting for them to sing Levels and Friends, bitch. That's that's where I'm at. <laughs> I can see you dancing I'm in the living room. Oh. Like you at the concert. Serenading myself to mm. fucking Lovers and Friends. I love that damn mm-hmm. song. Really? Yeah. I'm waiting for Ursha, John, and Luda to do, do it, it again. again. Hey. Mm-hmm. hey. I hope he does another residency. That would be nice. Like somewhere a little closer. The residencies are always most likely in Vegas. Maybe in New York. Maybe they do something there or something. Hmm. Yeah. It's like the time. By the time it's I realized it was a thing, fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I looked for when he was doing the last round, when I looked, I think the tickets was like seven hundred to a thousand dollars. But is this like a multi-day event that you get to go to? Or no, it girl, just, it's um, a night with Usher. Bet. <laughs> My cousin said she went when Usher first started doing the residency. So she was like, she got tickets for like a couple hundred bucks, like maybe two or three hundred dollars. Uh, okay. And then once everybody started, you know, catching wind of how great of a show it was, that's when the prices went See? up. Hate that. Mm-hmm. But I saw Usher at Dreamville last year. He was the um, R&B act, closing mm. act. Okay, it was good. Goodness. So it, he didn't want to stop. Performer. He was up there for a long time. Mm-hmm. We left. <laughs> we was walking away. He was still performing. I'm like, damn. Usher had hits on hits on hits. Usher had a, had a word for the children. He had need to share and spread his message. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do y'all have any plans for the Super Bowl? No. I haven't decided if I'm going to go out and get me some wings from somewhere or just say, fuck it, eat what I got mm-hmm. in this house. That's, <laughs> that's the only decisions I'm making today. Sis, you, go, you need to make that order now, <laughs> and it's going to be ready by the time we finish recording. Well, I'm getting them up with some Chinese chicken wings from around the corner. Oh, okay. I ain't, I ain't doing nothing special. Got it. Oh, well, are you going to at least call it in so you can just walk in and walk out? Oh, right. yeah. Ten yeah. minutes. Ten minutes, please. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. So much. Yes, I know. Mm. No, no we major plans. Have flavored wings here. Wait. Okay. No, they don't have flavored Chinese wings here. They just the fried oh. yellow wings. That's yeah. all I order. I don't. Yeah, I do not They're get flavored so wings from the Chinese. I just want ancient Chinese secret wings. Why does everybody look like I'm crazy when I say that? I no, I'm like team with you. Like, I'm team with you because you can't get that from anywhere else. Look at that. You can't. Like, 
I don't know what they put on it. I don't know that shit is liquid seasoning. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that is. But it's the MSG. I don't. It's Shut fabulous. Up, I want that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that and like some some of the yellow mustard. Oh, yes. they, they hot mm-hmm. sauce. You put on me my on to the yep, the mustard, and I have never turned back. Mustard. Girl, it is fire as fuck. Mm. <laughs> you mix that yellow mustard and the duck sauce in your rice. Oof. Mm. Girl. Little sweet and spicy. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, that's all. That's all I need, but I haven't decided if I'm going to actually leave the house. I don't know. Lord. And Mo, you said you ain't doing nothing. That's a, no, me and Kanara tired. <laughs> Um pipping all over the world. Okay, Jackson. <laughs> Tired and Monday is calling, so Ugh. yeah. Yeah. Invited to a party, but we and just left a voicemail. Said don't forget. Right. I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I worked so hard to get to the weekend only to turn around and have that bitch on my heels. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? We need to, like, adapt a four-day work week, for real. Because I would be more productive. I really would. I mean, I would give 155% four days a fucking week. Like, have three (laughs) days off. Yeah. Friday, Saturday. You only really have 24 hours. Right. Like. Because if the you week was rough, it. Friday night, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to stay in my house, mm-hmm. give me some liquor, and I'm going to sleep. So you have Saturday, and you better get your ass up early, or Saturday gone too. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and friend. Yep. Sunday, I don't you got to prepare for the work week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what happened yesterday. Like, I literally, I got up, I went to the movies. I went and bought some stuff so I could make collard greens. I came back and made them, and next thing I knew, it was dark. <laughs> I mean... The day just flew away from me. Facts. Strangest thing. What happened with these collard greens, though? Like, how they turned out? You had a craving? Oh, they turned out. Oh, yeah, they turned out fantastic. It was just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was like cutting up my onions and then, you know, taking the big stem out. You know, it was a whole thing. I was here watching First Wives Club. It was great. But I was like, oh. well, goddamn, what? Yeah. It's dark outside. All right, I gotta turn all these lamps on. <laughs> I feel like you connected with your ancestors. It was just like a zen moment for y'all. <laughs> I, was, I was having a time, honey. Okay, a time. <laughs> Pour me a little wine. I was watching my little dramedy. Yeah. Great. Mm. <laughs> Hope you're seasoning like a motherfucker. All that hot sauce I put in there. You can't really mess mm. up no collard greens. Man, you better add a little bit of sugar. But other than that, oh, I don't put no sugar in there now. <gasps> Big way. <laughs> you put sugar in your coffee? Yes, just a sprinkle, Why? just a little, just Fuck not no. a lot. Oh my god, ew! Cause oh my, what is wrong with you? It's one of the most savory fucking dishes ever. That's like putting sugar in grits. Why would you do that? Oh, oh, I, I feel judged. <laughs> I'm judging the shit out of both of you. Why I feel you put- judged. <laughs> yes, you just a little bit, just to get a little bit of that tang out, girl. Yes. What are you doing to your collard greens? Ain't no damn tang in my collard greens. <laughs> no, I, I do that with, with spaghetti sauce. I do okay, that with spaghetti okay. sauce. But we talk about okay. no collard greens. <laughs> Girl, no ma'am. Girl, no ma'am. No ma'am, Pam. <laughs> I put my onions in there and I season the shit out of it and I put hot sauce in there. Okay. Okay. I I'll might add a, a little bit mm-hmm. of, yeah, and red pepper flakes. I might add a little bit of apple cider vinegar. 
Okay, I do that too. And yeah, some sugar. And right after that, comes <laughs> a little bit of sugar. Fuck you. Absolutely not. All of the above. Okay. Mm hmm. That sounds about right. See, this is why you can't eat at everybody's house for Thanksgiving because you just never know how the dish gonna come. And if you already got your mouth ready for what you know, just you know, just stay home. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like sweet collard greens. I don't like. They're not sweet. They're just a little, you know, like Salt Bay. Just a little, girl. Whatever. All right, let's get on with this. Different. I didn't know that. Well, yes. Okay. Say Frank Red House to put that shit on everything. Uh uh. Texas Pete. Right. Okay. Louisiana. Put that shit. That's what the Frank slogan is. Don't care. It ain't Franking on nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't it. Well, Frank's does make some good hot wing sauce though. Okay. So I'll give them that. But they not the ketchup of the hot sauces. Mm-mm. Okay. No, they, they, ain't, they ain't even in the same category. I don't even know what the fuck that shit is. Texas Pete is number one for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> we ain't got no wine this week. Um, <laughs> I think we're in between ginger ale and water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Water and ginger ale. Um, and that's all you're getting out of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want, Water you know, a recommendation for a ginger ale, we'll give you that. And it's going to be Canada Dry, yes. original, every day. <clears throat> Seagram's. Never. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to try a crisp Seagram's one day, girl. It got to be real cold, real cold yeah, Seagram's. It changed life. But that Canada Dry is the number one most recommended by black people. Uh, for a ginger ale, or really anybody who knows anything about fucking ginger ale, yeah. it heals all sweats, things. Oh, it see? do. No. Mm-mm. If you drink no a sweats, you need to get it together. Okay. You cannot join this you conversation. Mind, right? <laughs> no, you need to go and consult Jesus because I have no idea <laughs> who told you that shit was good, but it's not. I ain't never had a soda go so flat every time. So fast. Oh my god, it's mm. so disappointing. Yeah. yeah, Canada Dry or Seagram. Swept that shit off <laughs> the category, <laughs> right off the damn stage like Sandman. Okay. <clears throat> so that was our um uh, review. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move on to this topic that we got here. Um. So the topic is is supposed to be revelations from therapy. But I don't know how deep or in depth we're going to get into it today. We're, it's gonna. I guess we're going to see how it goes because I don't know which way. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to get like Iyanla Von Zant oh, type of situation oh, or if it's going to give like just with the mess. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> the... <laughs> so... We don't know, but you know, there are a lot of, like all of us have gone to therapy at some point in our lives. Some of us mm-hmm. are still there mm-hmm. and, um, you just realize things when going that you may have never realized before or, um, 
realize, well, you know, that's a toxic trait that I have, or I'm really out here doing things (laughs) in a weird way. That's not normal. So let's talk about these things and what we learned and how we can, uh, how we have changed ourselves or maybe are still trying to change ourselves. And um, this idea of a, of a episode topic came from um, the getting wrong podcast. They had a in my blank era episode last year. And it was basically about them talking about their shifts in life and their um, expectations versus reality and lessons they've learned in life. So I thought that would be kind of a good thing as a reference point. I asked the girls to listen to. Did y'all listen to that episode? Yes. Yeah, sorry, Partial. I listened to a good part of it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it it's fine. But y'all got the gist of what I was trying to get out of it. I hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, who wants to go first? No one. <laughs> who wants uh, to admit their flaws <laughs> first? gosh okay I'll go because that's a thing of mine I have a problem of um not wanting uh, of being okay with not being perfect or things that I do being perfect like I feel like everything has to be top tier no wrinkles no marks and it's not gonna be that way everything is gonna have some kind of glitch in it mm-hmm. that's just how life is so yeah that's one thing <laughs> I've learned for myself in therapy and she like uses that word she's like you're not perfect and I was like I don't want things to be perfect but I want things to be right or correct yeah and it's just like but you want things to be perfect <laughs> Is it like Kent? I'm controlling. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, crickets. (laughs) (laughs) I'm processing several things. You said that before, right? You have admitted to that before, and I feel like that was before therapy. Yeah, and even we kind of came. I was like, "Uh, controlling is a strong word. You just like things a certain way. And <laughs> but it's just yeah. like what you said, like I don't want it to be perfect. I just want it to be right. But you just like things a certain way, and I mean, I'm not gonna say. It. I mean, I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You have a certain standard to which you hold yourself, and others too. You know, most people do. Yeah, I feel like uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, oh, if it's done correctly, like you can't come at me sideways or you can't say shit about me because I did the shit right. Know. But people gonna talk shit any damn way. That is a fucking fact. Yeah, it's all in their perception of how you did what you did, how you said what you said, you know. And that you can't change because they look at what you do through the lens of their life experiences. So, I mean, you drive yourself crazy. True. Yeah. So do you give yourself yes. more grace like since? I'm crazy. <laughs> um, Shut up. No, I feel like it's embar. I feel like it's embarrassing for me 
to make a mistake. So in my head, like in the moment, I'll be like, oh, it's whatever, fuck it. But then, you know, when you have that moment when you just driving home or you just doing something <laughs> randomly and that fucking mm-hmm. thought comes up and you just be like, you stupid bitch. Like, how are you just going <laughs> to fuck up something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so I try not to let it like bother me and I may succeed in that moment, but my brain revisits the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It likes to go back to the scene of the crime. I don't know why. <laughs> Mine does that too. And I'll I'll relive shit that I did years ago, dog. Facts. Childhood. <laughs> childhood. Something somebody oh. said to me. Oh God. Oh, friend. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, something someone said to me, something stupid I said. Like it replays like I was just there. Like yeah, a facts. crystal fucking clear ass memory. And I just like, be, just have secondhand embarrassment for myself because I'm not necessarily in the moment, but I'm like, oh my God. Just like you said, Joanna, you stupid bitch. Why would you do that? What, <laughs> what were you doing? What did you have going on? Ah! Like, I hate, I just, oh, I hate it. But I feel you. And see, shit like that, <clears throat> I'd be so afraid to fail something or not be good at something or be looked at sideways because I tried something and it didn't work. Mm. I just don't do shit. I just don't do anything. So, you know, I I don't know. It's a very terrible thing, like a habit that I've, I had picked up. Um, I don't know that I went into it with my therapist way back when because I was dealing with some other shit back then. <laughs> but it's something I've noticed about myself that I'll stop myself before I even start anything because I'm just that nervous that I'll fuck it up. Hmm. It's just... Brain works. <laughs> was there something that you did before that you messed up like really bad that you feel like caused that to be a continuous thought? No, I I think it's just because I used to always have a lot of um, ideas of things that I wanted to do, and I was kind of taught to overthink everything and think about everything negative about it, and so then I just did it with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like well what about this and what about that and what if this happens and what if that happens um, so I feel like I was taught that at a younger age and so as I grew up I just started doing that shit on my own without someone having to ask me and so I kind of fucked myself up with any fun decision that I make and it was a few you know obviously big crazy ones I was just like I don't give a fuck if it don't work <laughs> because it's going to be a shit ton better than what I'm doing right now. Like, I know what the fuck this is. I, I can come back to the shit, like, but I don't care. But a lot of other smaller things, um, <clears throat> I definitely uh, stop myself before I start. Um, that rem- it just, that reminds me of, like, I guess a personal issue with for myself where it comes where your parents taught you to do that they taught you something that they initially had good intentions for that ends up being like this negative thing that we do even though it's not something that you know we want to do in a negative sense but this is what my parents taught me this is all I know and so that's where my need for validation comes from because my mom taught me you celebrate all the little small things and she did and I talked about this on a prior episode but like that in turn turned into me wanting to seek validation for every little thing that I do great, but you no longer get that as an adult. 
you you have to be content with who you are, where you are, with what you've done, and celebrate in your own little way. So it's like it's so crazy how mm-hmm. your childhood, of course, shapes your future, but your parents did the best they could with what they were taught to do, and here we are still struggling with something that wasn't even bad. Like <laughs> I know, I know. We didn't grow up in unstable child households. We, you know, had food on the table every day. It's like just the mental will mess you up. <laughs> Yo, mm. I think my validation was the opposite. So I think I really didn't get a lot of validation because they felt like that's what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to go to school and get good grades. You're supposed to do things correctly. So it wasn't really like, oh, you know, you did a great job. I'm proud of you. Like something that I got on a constant basis. So that's something that I seek for, but I don't ask mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, in my head, I want to be like, tell me I'm doing a good job. But I'm not going to ask, am <laughs> I doing a good job? <laughs> oh, my raggedy ass will. Yeah. I'll definitely ask if I'm doing a good job. Please tell me, like, what else do I need to do? I'm terrible about asking my bosses that, like, come in and watch me. Come on this field ride with me. Tell me what I need to do better. But oh, you get that yeah. in, in yearly reviews, quarterly reviews. Like, you get feedback of some sort of how to improve yourself or give yourself that reward that you're looking for. You should, anyway. I, I mean, mm-hmm. they're not doing that. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> forever. It takes forever. It took, like, six, seven months. I was like, I mean, yeah. she ain't said shit to me, so I must be doing fine. Yeah, silence. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That, that just takes me into another thing. Like, I... Like, like Constance talked about her negative thoughts. Like I talked to my therapist about how I'll be waiting for the other shoe to drop because I just feel like, like I got this, this new job that I really don't know how to do things like efficiently because this shit is fucking complicated. And they told me when I came in, it's complicated. And even the HR lady was like, yeah, pharmacists are usually like, so like point A to point B, but like this is not a situation where you could just do one thing and get the same result for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's different, mm-hmm. and right. you gotta. It's gonna be different for everybody, mm-hmm. you know. It's customizable, and it's just like I hear that, but I feel like you know how you walk in. I got this. Yeah, like I trust me. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> and then you come in, and you be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what the hell is happening? Like, how do I do this? And don't teach me. And then I forget how to do it again. Now I'm embarrassed to ask you, like, can you show me how to do this again? Because I feel like I should know how to do it because I'm perfect, remember? Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. But because I'm not perfect, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because I'm waiting on them to let me come in on Monday and say, hey, can you come in my office and... You know, we made the decision that um, we're no longer going to employ you. So you can get your shit and leave. (laughs) That jumping, that fucking leap, bitch. You leap off a cliff into them conclusions, bro. Leap right off of it, okay? I'm telling you. (laughs) And dove down into the Grand Canyon. Like... But right there was like, well, did they did they talk to you about <clears throat> stuff that you're doing wrong? Did they put you in a meeting? Did they say, oh, we've shown you this before? Like, we've talked about this previously. And I was like, no. 
And she was like, well, I don't think they're just going to fire you just like off the bat like that. I'm pretty sure there's some steps into you getting fired. And I'm just like, but I just feel like I'm just come to work one day and they're just going to be like, hey, girl, we don't need you anymore. But it happened recently. Like you literally had a job tell you that. So it's not like you're thinking about something that hasn't happened. Yeah. I mean, that's what my sister thinks. She just thinks that because I just had this whole trauma last year of like going like the whole year of not knowing when I was going to get fired and knowing that I was going to get fired, that that's probably like trickling down to this. But I have imposter syndrome right now in my job because I'm not comfortable with it and I don't know what the hell I'm doing and I can fuck shit up. (laughs) So it's... It could happen. So if I fuck shit up, they're just going to be like, hey, girl, no. Don't come back to work. Mm-mm. You done messed this up. No, no don't come. You, you going to have to, I feel like you have to fuck a lot of shit up for them to don't come back to work. Right. There ain't going to be no one hit a quitter type of, oh, girl, you mess this up in the system. We can fix it, but you got to get the hell out because I need somebody who knows it. They ain't doing that, girl. They going mm-hmm. <laughs> to work with you. And I know it is weird because it it's just so different everywhere you go. But to even here, they said this customizable once you don't fit all is a great fucking thing. Because if it was, then I'd probably be a little more concerned too. <laughs> but at least they're willing to work with you. Yeah. But I feel what and you're saying. And then at some point, like a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, I saw that they had posted for the same job position that I had. Ooh. And I'm just like, these niggas trying to ice me out. They're going to hire somebody oh to take my fucking place and they're going to get rid of me. But how did you see the job because posting? They, Were you trying, are you trying to make an exit yourself? Because you, because I get, no, because I get alerts from Indeed and LinkedIn saying that uh, they're hiring pharmacists in your area. Uh, so I get those emails and they said, oh, this company is hiring for a relief pharmacist. What the fuck am I? <laughs> I, I have to relieve <laughs> Maybe they realize in having you <laughs> that they need another one because other people want to be off too. Shit. But I'm covering these shifts. Like you you said, can you come in? Like you call, like I'm supposed to be off tomorrow. But you called me on tomorrow and said, oh, I'm sorry. But so-and-so called out. Can you come in? And I'm like, and see, give me an hour. I'll be there. <laughs> I am dependable. I am showing up. They want you Why to not Why is there out. another post? Why is there another post-it? Because they don't want you to burn out, bitch. They want you to actually have your days off. Because as soon as every time your black ass off, they calling you because some other bitch called out, it's going to be annoying as shit to you. And you're going to want to quit. And they're like, no, I want to keep Jawanda. So let me find somebody else. They can relieve her, so she ain't got to be the relief all the time. But my thing is, usually, my other thing is, like, usually they'll send, like, a company email says, oh, we're opening this job position, or this is happening, we're looking for somebody. Ain't none of that happened. Only reason I knew is because I get the fucking alerts on the, on the job websites when they're looking to hire somebody. Why y'all ain't sending no email out? Hmm? <laughs> Why you would ask us if we okay. knew somebody that's looking for a job I need that wants a, to be PRN? I need you and Leo to go take a walk because, girl, <laughs> <laughs> you and the dog need to just go take a walk. You and take a deep breath. I'm telling you, these are my thoughts. <laughs> and I say this to EJ. EJ said the same thing Constance said. Like maybe they just need some extra help. Mm-hmm. Business is booming. They're growing. Maybe they. I'm like, but I 
That was my job. Like, that's what you hired me for. And they have other PRN people, but their PRN people aren't as reliable as me because they have other jobs and stuff. Well, maybe but you they, can book me. But maybe they finna fire one book of them. Me. Maybe they finna fire one of they unreliable asses. You it ain't worried about you because you dependable as shit, like you said. Maybe they finna fire their undependable asses and they send out no email because they know the hammer coming down on one of them. So they don't want them to get froggy. And how do you know it's in the same location? Like, does it mark the store? Or There's the... only one location. Oh, okay, sorry. I was trying to think about all We're options. all in the I'm same sorry. plaza. <laughs> Girl, no. <laughs> we in the same plaza. Oh, jeez. <laughs> where, where you going? No. No. Hmm. What you what the job description was is exactly what I am supposed to be doing in my job. But am I fucking some shit up? Are y'all trying to get rid of me? Are you icing me out? No. Or, I don't know. See, these are my thoughts. Do I got my eyes watering from crying so damn? <laughs> 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 I can't. Okay. Hear them. I I I, I need to write this. I I tell you. <laughs> Oh, sheesh. Oh, girl. Listen, I I feel you with these negative thoughts. They literally will consume me and drag me down into that god-awful deep, dark rabbit hole of, like, semi-depression. Because I be thinking the worst things. Like, I don't. why do our minds go to that place? Mm. Why do we jump, like, all the way down to Wonderland? Yeah, like, I don't understand. Why is that the first fucking thought? And it's always the worst goddamn thing. Never anything positive. Never anything good. Never. I would like to be delusional. I would like to be Delulu. Like some of these women out here who literally, I mean, sunshine and rainbows fall right at their ass. And out (laughs) their mouth. Every time they think of something, I want to be on that type of time. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what's wrong with our brains and why we just go to the most terrible ass thing first. So one of my thoughts are, is it because we are black women living in America? Is that like, or we are black people or millennials that were brought up by people that were just like, like a generation below like Jim, was it Jim Crow or segregation? Mm -hmm. That's the word segregation. Like we, like, I'm pretty sure my parents have experienced segregation. I don't know about you guys as parents, but like, so we, they had to kind of like limit themselves or put themselves in a situation where they have to be like, oh, you can't do this or this is going to happen. So I just wonder if it's like, like a black in America thing that we were kind of, it was like ingrained in us and it trickled down. Or if it's like a black woman in America where you're not really treated the same as men. Like, I just wonder if it kind of starts there versus Damn. Is it taught? Kind of. I mean, you. (laughs) I mean, that makes such terrible sense, but like, I don't. It's obvious that our upbringing is a little different than some of our white friends because, you know, they. You know, they can jump off picnic yeah, tables they, at three years old. Right. Okay. They, they got the, they don't have to have home training when they go some goddamn where. You know, no, they tell they around to the shut store and shit. And I'm just like, bitch, I, I would never in my life. I wouldn't even slam. I remember, like, when I'd be pissed off at my mama, I like close that door real hard, but then like, close scoot. it real soft. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I would like, you know, like you were going to slam it, but I couldn't slam no damn door. <laughs> they come right back in that bitch and whoop my ass. 
Facts. But <laughs> so yeah, I that's that's deep as hell. But it probably does. It's just a lot more caution that we always have to move with. I mean, mm-hmm. and then before you know that type of shit, and to be millennials and all the nonsense that we grew up with natural disasters and scandals and crazy ass shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then to to be here with the birth of social media to to learn even more fucked up shit that's happened mm-hmm. in this country to black people that they do not teach us intentionally don't fucking teach us yeah um black women in the healthcare system being mistreated still to this fucking day making me scared mm-hmm. to go to the hospital and have a kid like i mean well, shit, bitch. Yeah, man, that's probably what it is. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's just so you many You just answered your own question. Yeah. I did, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, even scrolling through Instagram yesterday, it was awful how much, especially now, we in Black History Month, Jesus. I'm just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. It's just how much story they went upon through. story upon story. Did you? Oh, my God. It's, it'll make you angry. Oh. To read yes, some of the very. stories that like land being stripped from them, like a whole group, um, a county ran all of the black people out of the area, even though they own the land and their like descendants are just getting back to ownership of that land. But what if you never knew about it? Like, it's crazy. Some of the things that we went through. So you would think that that would empower oh, yeah. us to some extent. But when you have all these circumstances that you still are having to fight through, it's just like, I'm tired. Like, I want to fight. And yeah. I know that I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. But it's like, we feel mm-hmm. like we still have so much more to hold ourselves accountable for. So that's probably where, like, Jawanda is mm-hmm. coming from. I can't fail. Yeah, I can't just take whatever. I don't have mom and daddy giving me, you know, money for my wedding I got to make that shit happen. You know, like it's so many yeah. things. Yeah. We don't, we don't have that lifestyle option at all. We don't. I mean, there mm-hmm. are some other wealthy black people and congratulations to them. We hope that they're doing right by what they have and the wealth that their family have, has established, but we're still fighting sure. generational issues. Yeah. For example, yeah. like my, so aside from the financial aspect, my dad grew up on a farm and he didn't have a childhood. He went to high school. He went to work. He went to high school. He went to farm. And so mm-hmm. in his, you know, he had, him and my mom had me in like their teens right out of high school. High school, yeah. So in his 20s, 30s, as I'm developing as a child, he's wanting to go out and do things, and you know, with his friends and Right. create these memories that he didn't have, but it cost him and I the relationship that we didn't have when I, as I grew up. So my father and I didn't have like a relationship of sharing conversation or any of that until the last 10 years, maybe when he realized mm-hmm. like, Oh, my daughter is telling my wife everything. And if my wife don't tell me, I don't know. Cause you're not my confidant. You're not anybody I trust to tell my things to. And so like, I get it. And for, it was like the detriment of our relationship was because of his childhood. And so now I'm trying to make sure that I'm open and being present for our future kids when they come. But what if my dad never told me, wasn't here to tell me his story and for me to understand and want to work through the things that we struggle with, 
I would have had this animosity against my dad not developing a relationship with me, not knowing what was the story behind it. So I'm grateful Mm -hmm. that we were able to talk about it, but I can't blame him for that. The time that they lived, farming was the the way of life. It was a way of making money for them. That's what my grandfather prioritized. He didn't prioritize enjoyment of life. It was work and school. And so, yeah. 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 If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. Damn, girl. I mean, that's a beautiful revelation, but you're right. I mean, consider all the parents that will not have these real-ass conversations and really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say make themselves victim or try and have so much pride, but seriously, that, like, they still stuck in that mindset like we're grown but you still kind of treat us like kids in a sense like you don't have to mm-hmm. tell, I don't have to tell you shit I don't have to do this because you know I'm That's your mom your or business. I'm your dad and yeah. I don't have to right I, I don't have to go there with you and I, I feel bad for the people who won't, won't get that so I'm I'm thankful that he was able and willing to to go that deep with you and really let you know yeah what the no, hell well, actually, my like, mom shared you know? that with me. Let me back up. My mom shared that with me, but it was oh. still something that I now have a greater understanding of, so I have more patience for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Correct. it clicks for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all makes sense it's now. The puzzle pieces, yeah, yeah, came together. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of things we don't understand why, I guess, our parents or older adults do until kind of we know, like, the background of things. Some things... It's just, they just make, do stupid shit. Yeah. But there are some things that they do, and you're just like, why do you do this? Or why do you think this way? And that's just because of a previous experience mm-hmm. that they yeah. had. So, yeah, yeah, I guess that's a whole moment of, like, giving people grace. Yeah. Yeah. But it takes a while to get there, you know? Sometimes mm-hmm. they open, sometimes they ain't. I mean, shit, I didn't realize... Like, my dad always talks about he's, like, the first person in his whole family to ever go to college. And, I mean, he talks about that all the goddamn time. So, I was like, I'm a, I know, sir. I know. <laughs> I is know. That as, does he do that as, like, a like an, it's an achievement for him? Yeah. Or if oh, it's, my God. Okay. It's, like, it's major shit to him that he was able to do that. Because I don't think he ever really thought about it for a while until, like, one of his high school teachers helped him to get scholarships and stuff so he could go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like, they was poor as shit. Like, poor as shit. It was why I feel like he overcompensates now and does too much. Um, The way he just does what he does. He's gone without for so long. Now he's just like, I'd rather have more than enough than not enough. Yeah. So. But, yeah, that. man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Shit they go through. But yeah, that, man, that fits him, though. Crazy, too. Mm-hmm. That fits your dad, like yeah, why he's so um, scholarly and 
you know, has an office <laughs> full of books. <laughs> and when oh, you talk God, to him, yeah. he's going to recommend a book. And I, to this day, I don't know what book your daddy told me to read. But I feel like, <laughs> oh, God, you know. Probably so many. It, yeah, it was yeah. some type of business book. But he was talking so fast, I couldn't write it down. I, I would definitely, like, take his <laughs> advice and go read it. But, yeah. That was yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, it looks like we're getting to a nice start. I don't know where we at though. I think oh, it looks girl. like we're in the middle. Yeah, we just kind of uh, jumped I think we went, y'all left for a moment. <laughs> yeah, and then we, we, we definitely went there. Yes, we, definitely went there. we did. But it wasn't scary. It wasn't too scary. No, no, no. no. Okay, no, I didn't have to I scream in the hole. So. <laughs> it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Because <laughs> oh, I wasn't sure if we were going to be crying and snotting up and shit. And I was like, no. Listen, you could, it could go there. It could go there. But mm. yeah. What about um is there stuff? Oh, go ahead. No, I was what just saying we're gonna pick up the pieces with what life has given us and make a beautiful ass puzzle because then what else can we do? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I love it. I love that. There's this um a post from um Judge Lynn Toler. <clears throat> that she um, posted where she said that if I waited till all my ducks were in a row, then I would never like cross the street or never get to where I need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you just got to pick up them damn ducks and run for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So <laughs> okay, run the hell. I think about that. <laughs> yes. You gotta, you gotta just do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Just pick them up and just get your life together later. Yeah. So I think about that sometimes at post. Cause I mean, it makes sense. Like we always try to wait for the right time to do something, the right time to get married, the right time to have kids, the right time to do a career change, the right time to move. But there's never going to be like a right time to do anything. That's true. Correct. Like you're just going to have to just do it. Yeah. Gotta jump in. Facts. <clears throat> I think it just makes it easier to <laughs> kind of put it on pause if you say I'm waiting for the right time. I'm waiting for the housing market to go down. I'm waiting until this job gets a little easier. But that shit right. usually. But you might miss out on your blessing if you saying, "Oh, I'm waiting." Just like <laughs> you know how they do that um, thing about the person that was in the middle of a flood and it was sitting on top of the house and it was waiting for God to save them and God sent like multiple um, vessels to come and save them mm-hmm. and. He go to heaven and it's like, oh, God, I thought you was going to save me. And then God was like, I sent all these things. <laughs> like, why didn't you take advantage of it? <laughs> Girl, you don't be thinking about it. It's our pride that keeps us from wanting to take that jump. Because what's the worst that can happen? You're just going to end up back right where you were. So do it. Like you want to say, if you had Appreciate taken the first it. option when they tried to come pick your ass up off the top of the house... You would have probably made it to another house further down the street, at least. But you made progress. We just, you know, you don't, right. we don't want to fail. You're right. And so you just don't, you don't do shit. Like you just want it to be. <laughs> like when you ask for a sign and you see the sign, but you ignore it like, that ain't it. That ain't like, it. Give me another one. <laughs> Let me Make it strong. more obvious though. Like really put it in my face. Turn the water to water so I know what you got. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I saw this thing Carrie Washington said yesterday. She said it's almost like basically you got to do prayer and works because like you can't mm-hmm. pray for your bus to come, and then you know you see the bus and you got to run after it. 
because now if you missed that bus and you ran after it, that bus wasn't for you. But if you don't run after it, you don't fucking know whether it was your bus or not. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. And I was like, damn, that makes some sense. But see, mm-hmm. it's like you got to try. <laughs> you can't yeah. just sit there on top of the house and not try nothing. <laughs> but it's so scary to try. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. God, it's so scary to try, bitch. I, I wish I had the mindset of, like, I don't see, like, failure as a negative thing. I just see failure as, like, a lesson in what I shouldn't do the next time. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, I failed. Oh, that's it for me. <laughs> well, when you have money invested, yeah. Because there's no cushion that gives me the leniency to be, like, Oh, that's just an you know lost money. No, bitch, that was my house payment I put out there as an opportunity. <laughs> okay, that was supposed to make me some more money. Now I got to figure out. Now I'm stressed out how we're about to live it, and okay. how I'm gonna get my next investment money. You know, like if you don't have that cushion, yeah. that safe go, then what are you supposed to do? There ain't nothing you can do. So it's gonna always be there. Yeah. See? So there's no well, it done nothing. Yeah, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dang, I mean, but you still gotta uh, try. I mean, I, I feel like you're still supposed to try. Like there's an opportunity presented to you, and you feel like this opportunity is something that you should do. Yes, but don't and be mad if it doesn't work needed. out, and then now you're in this position where. But I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't be mad when when we're using the minimal resources we have to try to get to the next. Please, like, don't be mad. You gotta, you gotta force yourself don't to take mad. it as a learning opportunity. But naturally, you are gonna be mad. Yes, I'm gonna be furious, upset. Okay, <laughs> live it. <laughs> but I just, it just takes a moment for that to shift in my mind. Yeah. For me to think, oh, let let me look at this as a learning opportunity versus being mad that I don't, it didn't go the way I wanted it to go. Yeah, then you'd so. be wanting to prove people wrong that saw you go through that moment. Yes. Like, oh, bitch, I'm coming back. Y'all thought I was down? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's... Ever been that person? Sidebar, I feel like that's what women go through when they, um, maybe a relationship doesn't work, and then they get on Facebook, and they oh, say, yeah. it's I'm focusing on me this season, and then they go cut their hair. <laughs> and it's, it's all these season. Yeah, it's yes. like trying to bounce back. But who are you proving this to, sis? Get off social media. As they say, Al Gore internet. Get off the internet. And go focus <laughs> on you so you can internet. get back to a state of, you know, moving forward. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, I'm not mad at those posts. It's the post where they break up and then they get back together again. They break up and they get back together again. Like, <laughs> like bitch, which is it? Like, Because I'm tired. Y'all t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christian Rock and Blueface have got back together after all that bullshit. The he baby ain't here. This man's Tat- face on her cheek. Yo, <sighs> like the most nonsensical shit has gone back and forth between them. I don't even understand how you could fix your mouth to get her to come back. And I cannot believe you fixed your ears to listen to whatever bullshit he was coming out of his mouth with. Like, really? And he's in jail right now. He looked Jail. so happy with that other little girl. And she looked like she had some sense. Not, I don't think he deserved her ass, but she looked like she had sense. And who are we Too talking about? For him. Uh, this idiot named Blueface. Blueface. And oh. Christian Wright, you know that little light-skinned girl? 
Um, I feel like the, with the tooth missing and the yeah, yes, I've seen, yeah, I've heard it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she didn't go back and forth with this nigga and with him, not with him, talking shit. He talking shit about her. He she talking shit about him. Mm-hmm. Got a whole new girlfriend and cussing her out and cussing him out. He act like the baby ain't his. Then next thing you know, his whole fucking face is tattooed on her face. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, and then word on the street is baby Jesus may have some <clears throat> alcohol, fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is that the baby name? That's his middle name. Okay. The baby. <laughs> <laughs> she named the baby Krishan Jesus. Look whatever blue face last name. Disapproving ass face right now. <laughs> She looks like a disgusting and disappointed mother. <laughs> it's some things you'll never understand. And this one of the things I'm not even seeking understanding for. Yeah, Because don't, don't for I feel like even... social media has escalated and created opportunities for this <clears throat> situation to grow. Because you're right. Would you be performing it's and very doing toxic? All, yeah, doing all this if you didn't have the fame and, you know, attention that you have? Would you really? Yeah, but I just we just couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be coming up as much. Let me say that. Yeah, I do believe it would be still doing this shit because it'd be regular fuck out here doing this crazy ass stuff. You just but don't know, but we, it just wouldn't. Pop, yeah, it just wouldn't constantly pop up on different feeds, no matter which social media I go to. Like the whole Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion thing, bro. I was like, what the fuck? Why does this keep popping up? Why? Did you ever listen to the Why songs? I always got beef with somebody. I that Nicki Minaj one popped up on like maybe Instagram or something. It mm-hmm. was horrible. I don't even think I listened to the whole song. Um, okay, it was the first like verse or two was just fucking trash. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, really? Like I guessed, girl. And she came straight for Megan, like, and in Megan's song, like, it just sounds like. Well, I don't know who the fuck she's talking about, to be honest with you. Like, I guess in my head, since it was said that she was talking about Nikki, I guess some of it could apply to her. But some of it, it's like, there's some nasty niggas in the industry. Just nasty people in general. Ain't no telling who she's talking about. And I I think I hate that the song Hiss was pretty good. I like the song, but, like, I can't listen to it without trying to figure out who she's talking about. (laughs) Like, I can't just enjoy the song. She said she wasn't going to say no names, but a hit dog going to holler and Nikki screamed. <laughs> I mean, she rolling around on the ground playing victim like she got hit by a car and ain't nobody touching. Mm, her neck and her back. I mean, <laughs> I want 150,000. <laughs> and she, yeah, she big mad about it. And now everything's coming out about everybody else she done disrespected in the industry and had some sort of beef with. And I never understood it. Even when she had it with Cardi B. I'm like, who the fuck has beef with Cardi B? Seriously. She's so damn goofy and stupid. <laughs> what you mad at that girl for? <laughs> Especially after you claim Lil' Kim was something nasty to you. How you gonna come back and do it to other people? I don't get it. You mean? Hurt people hurt people, child. Oh, well. Mm, well, well. Anywho, 
But yeah, um, I can't, I can't even. But I think even social media has made it worse, like with the whole comparing. And we talked about this on so many different previous episodes about our the way we compare ourselves to other people. Yeah. And some days when I'm not in the best frame of mind, I'll just be over there like, why don't I look like that? Why do I look like this? You know, why am I not doing better? Look at this bitch. Look at her. I hit fucking thriving. Like I'm sitting on my ass scrolling. I mean, what the fuck? Why am I not doing the things? Why am I so raggedy? Why am I such a raggedy piece of shit that I won't try anything and do anything so I can be anything? Like, I'm my own problem. Why won't I fucking fix it? Mm-hmm. Then I just go in this whole downward spiral like, oh, wish I could do that. Wish I could do that. Wish I could do that. But I ain't going to do it. I won't even get up. I don't even want to leave this house today. You, you be in your own way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just stick. Find one thing you want to change. That is my plan. I'm only t- suggesting it because it's my plan. So I'm not telling you to do something I'm not going to try to do myself. Oh. But find mm-hmm. like one thing okay. that we do want to change. And make that the change that we do consistently before we try to like do this whole grand, amazing um, transformation. I don't know. It's just something yeah. as simple as like me getting up earlier, but it's easier said than done when you know your bed is warm Perfect. and you pull and that cover back and that breeze hits you. <laughs> 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 I just don't be interested at all. Mm-mm. I yeah. feel that. Yeah. <laughs> I already know how I feel about getting up before the sun do. That's not it for me. But how do y'all um feel about like what's something they talked about like Jade and Kia talked about their expectations versus their reality, right? So what is something that was like an expectation for you growing up versus what is reality? Like what you're like I feel like I was going to okay, my expectations was that I wasn't about to be married. I was going to be this rich auntie and I was going to be traveling the world. And I was probably going to never go back home. Not like that, you know, at all, because I'll be too busy making my money and out here traveling and I could just send some money home to little kids, you know, for their birthday or whatever. Oh. Damn, you singing that at childhood? I, I, Mm-hmm. I was gonna be. I knew I was gonna be some kind of a doctor, but then when I when I shadowed my sister that one time and I saw what she did from day to day at her job, it was a no for me. I saw some diabetes feet. Her do a pap smear and stick her finger up an old lady butt all in one day, and it was just it was like no. So what could I do that didn't involve any of that? So, but I knew I wanted to make a bunch of money so I wouldn't have to depend on anybody. I can just be out here, but nobody tells you in out here living your dreams and trying to make this bunch of money that she's going to get student loan debt in the background. So you limited on these extravagant thoughts. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I definitely was, it was definitely giving married before 30, um, White picket fence was gonna pop out a couple kids, you know, two or three of them. 
maybe four. I don't know. I was living. I was living wild back then, bitch. I wanted a big. I want because I wanted a big family. Like you know. And then when I got to be like sixty five ish, I just wanted my kids to start going and getting married and carrying on and start popping out grandchildren for me. So I just be surrounded by them niggas and have to wonder what how much money I, you know, I'm being a store all day, trying to shop for them chaps. <laughs> yeah, Aww. I never thought I was gonna be just like a big old. Um, amazing lawyer, but I felt the same way like you did. I shattered my neighbor one good time. I was like, oh, fuck no. I can't be doing that shit. What if they guilty? I can't be differentiating in my head trying to, you know, I can't. What if I had to defend a rapist? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Um, So I had to let that dream go, but yeah, I just figured I just have all the money in the world. I wouldn't have no issues. Life would have been fucking grand. I could have had anything I want. Could have gave my kids anything that we wanted. We'd be mm-hmm. traveling and going on vacation. Yeah. See back. See back when I was a child, the delusion was on fifty. Okay. <laughs> like it was way up there. I didn't even realize credit cards were. I just thought you it was all that. your. I thought it was your money. You know, you just yeah. swipe that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. But that's that's definitely not the case. Um. I've been going back and forth about whether I want to be married at all. Going back and forth about whether or not I want kids or not. Mm. So, um, I just don't know. I don't know what I want. I still fucking yeah right now. I mean, I just don't know. You know, I don't, I just want to have my head above water financially. That's really where I'm at. I'm more concerned about getting some money and trying not to be totally in debt but i feel like i'm about to let that dream go too because my god there's so much of it <laughs> my god today <laughs> i'm saying there's so much debt well mo what about you when she asked a question i guess i thought like i don't have expectations that was like putting me from the parentals but for myself like it was definitely mm-hmm. that i would have had shit figured out by now and I mean, like, figured out as far as what I like to do for fun, who I am as a person. And I feel like there's just aspects of me that I'm still developing. Um, yeah. And I don't know what's the, like, what's keeping me from doing that and committing to something like a hobby. Like, I don't, I feel like I don't have a hobby per se. So those are the, like, the aspects yeah, that things of, that I'm trying to figure out and I don't know if it's because there's a lack of balance between like work and just me being me but yeah I don't know how or when that's going to come but that would that would have been an expectation that I would have had that like you know as we already said family would have been established and life would have been great but you there's definitely still things to figure out now that I thought would have been figured out by now. Yeah. And there's so much to choose from. It's yeah. like, how do I know if I want to make clothes or go get into art or learn how to play right. an instrument? Like there's no sign saying this is the one thing that you're going to enjoy doing unless you get out there and just do it. But how much of us have the time? To go find it and right. try it and do it and hope we like it. It's, because <clears throat> I like bought some that. crochet noodle needle noodles, <laughs> some like the crochet, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah the crochet needles, and I tried to mm-hmm. like learn how to do the little um figures that came with it, 
and it gives you instructions, but I couldn't figure that shit out. Like it had a picture one, two, and three. My thing used to unravel. So I said, well, obviously this is not for me unless I go to one of these little classes at Michael's and uh, yep. I never took the time to go. So they ended up mm-hmm. at Goodwill, I think. Um, <laughs> well, it's like, what? what's going to be that thing for me that I do for fun? And I don't know, maybe it'll be me writing. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you're supposed to get that book in. I know. But the, but it, that's right. not the fun that I that I see myself having. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I want to right, sport. Right. Like don't want to go play tennis. I mean, it's too... Hmm. Girl. Ooh, tennis. Yeah. I ain't trying to be out there. <laughs> I know sports is not for me. I don't want to do anything that's physically laborious as a hobby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wish like I had that uh, secret ability. Like, you know, you don't know I have it. Mm-hmm. Like, I could play basketball, mm-hmm. but you don't know I can play basketball. Uh-huh. You know, something like that. Yeah. It's just right, a little right. hidden talent. Yeah. But I ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> My hidden talent is being able to survive from day to day. <laughs> <laughs> being resourceful. <laughs> creative. Yeah. I don't know. It'll come with time. And I think that now, yeah. since we're older, it's just like time is even more valuable now. So whenever it comes to comes, mm-hmm. in the meantime, so I'm just going to enjoy what I've been doing and make the best out of where we are. Yeah. I don't want to get to say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell myself anymore that I can't have fun now because this doesn't look like how I thought it should look. Or because I don't have this figured out, I can't, you know, sit and do nothing and give myself this free time. How are you going to figure out if you have a hobby or something you like to do if you don't allow yourself time to sit and rest and do nothing like it don't make no sense (laughs) (laughs) they go hand in hand right the misconception that if i'm sitting down doing nothing for five hours i'm being lazy no bitch your ancestors have worked day (laughs) in and day out so you can Mm -hmm. rest on your couch in peace in your house in your land Correct. They was wishing for 30 minutes. They were mm-hmm. wishing for 30 minutes. I saw a video sidebar on Facebook, Instagram where a lady was giving her story of how she worked from, she worked eight hours and they only paid her a dollar. Childcare at the time was 85 cents. She had 14 kids. She was 29. It took $2 a week to feed her kids. How the hell was she supposed to survive? And then she said that the reason why they only pay her a dollar was because the cotton she picked, I guess, wasn't uh, clear enough or whatever. Uh-huh. Like it had mm-hmm. too much um, leaves or debris in it. So they and said that her quality uh-huh. wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I deserve wow. to sit on my couch. <laughs> Correct. Facts. I mean, my great aunt, um, her tip of her finger got caught in one of those tobacco things. So, like, she didn't have, like, the tip of her, one of her fingers. It was like a nub. Ugh. Holy moly Jesus. Then that's not something that's uncommon. Um, yeah. I guess for back then. But, yeah. And your Uncle Johnny didn't have, like, two of his fingers. Like, two of them was both nubs. Never told me how it happened. I'm still wondering today. Maybe we'll never know unless somebody he told those. Oh, uh, okay. Told. He's gone. Um, Your auntie don't know. Well, 
Well, I came to find out later after my aunt Margaret died that he wasn't even really my uncle. Oh, yeah, she was my aunt Margaret's boyfriend. <laughs> because she kept collecting her husband's like army right. check. So she couldn't remarry. <laughs> so she could- no. <laughs> but do you blame her? Do you blame her? Hell no. No, no but I just, it, it was crazy to me to know like, I've been calling this man Uncle Johnny thinking all my life. He's blood related to me. That's been my Aunt Margaret's boyfriend this whole time. But shout out to Uncle yeah, Johnny it's for Tom me- and Lau. Right. right. Shout out to Uncle Johnny yes. for not making you feel indifferent. He said that my baby. That my niece. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my niece. Ciao. Ciao. It's the family family secrets. That's what therapy does too. Make you talk about, you know, going to your granddaddy's funeral and realize he had a daughter right down the street in another county that Woo! nobody ever knew about. Come on now. What we y'all had Jesus. going on? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, bitch. Ooh. That stuff be too much mm-hmm. for me. Coming out the woodworks with all them cheering. The fort when it used to have 14 kids. Then the era of what the Great Depression, and then now you have mm-hmm. hoarding. They hold on to everything they have because facts. They literally went without. So, yeah. <sighs> the more you know, the better you can yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. With conscious face, like damn, I didn't eat sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sometimes, yes. I mean, I mean, I guess you have a choice of whether you want to be better or whether you want shit to stay the same. True. But I don't think any of us would want to stay the same. Yeah. Or be in that situation. I can't imagine myself in no damn cotton fields or tobacco fields. All day in the sun. I went to Barbados for, and within 24 hours, I can show y'all off the... Look at me. Can you see how dark I am? <laughs> this is my skin complexion. This is what I look like. Oh, you can see the difference. Oh, yes. oh my look God. <laughs> ten line on ten, bitch. My God. That alone, they, they get my respect. Anybody that had to go pick cotton get my respect. The sun alone. And then they had to be bent over all day long. Ain't had no utensils to help pick the stuff. It was your hand. And then had to bend over when they get home. Okay. Girl. Take care of 14 fucking kids. (laughs) What? What? Oh, my God. Honey, I can't even come home to nothing. And wash clothes. Not be dog ass tired. Wash clothes, wash dishes. On the washboard. And And we got a washing machine now. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and look won't even pick up the clothes and throw the two little tie pods in <laughs> so I can wash the shit no when you get raggedy up this ass. episode go take your raggedy ass and go wash. wash them clothes I got to because <laughs> my ancestors would not have right this. they had to go warm Next. the water and pull out the <clears throat> washboard and wash outside Child. so go wash your damn clothes Facts. Hidden shame <laughs> pee and shit in buckets oh and take that outside oh. and put it in the woods. Go to the outhouse. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Still kills me today to think Shannon Sharp said he ain't used like indoor plumbing until he got to like college. Yeah. And I was like, you country is a bitch. I had no idea you were still using the outhouse back then. 
and he's mm-hmm. not that old. That's why I'm like, where are you from, baby? He's somewhere from in like Alabama or something. Alabama, right? okay. Yeah, but yeah, Monique, I heard that. Like apparently, that man had never used indoor plumbing until he was in college. So how does the outhouse work? Like, have we heard the story of you know you you go to the outhouse, you poop in this toilet? Is that like a like a hole? I'm about to tell how ignorant I am right now. (laughs) I mean, because I'm thinking that in this outhouse, you pooping in this toilet or bucket, and it stays in this area. So I would imagine it's very stank. Mm -hmm. And were we flushing it like with a water source? What what? No flushing. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm really thinking it. Either you, like you said, you shitting in a bucket, or you just shitting in a hole in the ground that the outhouse is on top of. Uh yeah. My word. Right. Yeah. I have a feeling Jawanda's looking. Oh yeah. Okay. Google says. (laughs) (laughs) Google says an outhouse is a small structure separate from a, a main building which covers a toilet. This is typically a pit latrine or a bucket toilet, but other forms of non uh, other forms of dry non-flushing toilets may be encountered. Okay. So ain't no flushing be. No. It'll be like on um when Martin Lawrence did that movie, mm-hmm. was it? The Black, Black Knight. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly where my mind went. That's what they're doing in the Middle Ages. You know, you just sit your ass on a little hole or whatever. You take your dump or you pee, and then they just throw it out. Like, mm. they, ugh, mm. they will throw it, it out. It says, uh, it says that insects, amoebas, moles, and earthworms help break down the um, the matter that's in the outhouse. It says when the pit is full, it's time to dig a new hole. Oh, and then they move the Oh, see, and we get repulsed <laughs> when the toilet back up, and People we got to shit use the, the toilet. toilet. <laughs> People won't even if there's if there's pee and a few pieces of toilet paper. People will just not flush it, and I'm like, and I'm not going in the stall. I'm, y'all need to find mm-hmm. a person that left I will this go stall like one. this and tell them to come in here fix every it. next fucking. Time. Yes, and the people, it irritates me when people leave like paper towels and stuff on the floor. Like, if you dropped it, it's obviously your germs on this th- on this thing. Pick it up, put it in the trash. Mm-hmm. It ain't that hard. That just makes it so, like, really not. uncomfortable for people that come behind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's lazy as hell. Thank That's God so for custodians. Girl. Yes, Somebody gotta do it. I was in an airport and one lady, she said, ma'am, ladies, the toilet is not gonna flush itself. Y'all need to flush it when you leave. So it was the airport was busy, and so she was like in there directing traffic and cleaning up as each person came out. And she was serious about her job. And I said, "Yes, sis. Tell these people to get their life together." She was like, "Y'all too grown for this. Mm-hmm. Too grown. You too grown. It's a damn shame that she has to stand in that motherfucker and watch you and tell you to flush your flush fucking toilet. toilet like you in the fifth goddamn grade. And wash like, your hands. Let's on, not dude. forget that part. With your nasty ass. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Oh. It's still disgusting. I, every mm, day. Oh. Can we go to Wands? Because yeah. I had an yeah. encounter of that. Oh, <laughs> oh bitch. Let's go. Shit. Mm, oh. Mm, mm.
two, three, four. Whining with wine. Tell me your grievances. Whining with wine. Girls, what is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. Who's going first? Well, my encounter is, you know, Richmond, they have a lot of all gender restrooms Mm -hmm. and like um, establishments. Okay. Mm -hmm. They don't do like male, female. And a, a lot of like the businesses and stuff, they're like in like these old buildings. So, you know, the buildings may be limited to maybe one restroom or maybe, you know, two. Um, so they just make them all, all gender. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> I happen to be um, going to the restroom and uh, I well, somebody was in the one of the restrooms, so I was going to go to the other. Because I, I heard the toilet flush. And then the toilet flush and the door opened seconds later. You know what that means. Wait. That means this man came out of the bathroom and they washed his damn hands after he done touched his dirty, nasty pee-pee. There's no, how can you justify it? Because even if you washed your hands and you went back and touched the toilet, your hands are still nasty. I just don't understand. What, 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 what's going on? And the hand sanitizer ain't it. You need some water. Oh, hell no. I do not feel comfortable only using hand sanitizer, like coming out of a bathroom after I just wiped my ass. You know, like, no, a hand sanitizer isn't doing shit. I usually use that after, you know, even even if I've already washed my hands. Like, I might spray a little bit on just just be safe and then eat. I'm like, no. Ugh. Why? It's, why, why? Why do people do that? That's fucking nasty. It needs to be the same people that claim that you don't need a washcloth or you just let the soap run down on you. <laughs> <laughs> In the shower! It cleanses as it, it runs like, down. So I'm going to wash my face, and then the little bit of soap or face wash that I use just runs down my body. How much How much soap are you using on your face, darling? You just feel water. You're just rinsing off. So you want to rinse your body off, but you want to rinse your food off. I don't get that either. But True. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but ew, man. Ew. We got COVID, flu, strep, all types of yes. shit running the rampant world out this of bit. COVID, flu, RSV, I mean, hand, shit. foot, and mouth. <laughs> yes. I ain't Hepatitis. Okay. Like, bro, like, why won't you wash your hands? And you in an establishment that I'm in an establishment, so ain't no telling what you touched that I touched. Oh. I had a um, waitress sent home because of that. She came in the bathroom after me and left before me, and I didn't hear her wash her hands. I went straight to the manager, and I said, the lady at the um, door right here didn't wash her hands. Like, you got four signs in that motherfucker that tell you wash your hands. How did employees wash their their hands? hands. It don't even tell me to wash my hands. It tells you, the employee, to wash your hands. They have one at the sink, and they have one at the door. They have one in the hallway, and they have one, I'm sure, somewhere else along the way. And they sent her home immediately because you handing out the menus. Oh, just like why, dog? Why? Why? I mean, if that's how you conduct your nasty ass self at home, 
and you're always sick, that's on you. Yeah. But Jesus H. Christ, if you have the nerve to come out here in this society, please stop being fucking gross and wash your damn hands. It's, I don't understand why that's not it's not processing. What's what's not to click? I don't get it. <laughs> Did you not learn from the British when they was washing in the same water in the community tub and shit, and they learned that this shit, they making each other sick. They learned that centuries ago. I mean, bubonic plague. That's because you fucking gross, bro. It didn't. It wasn't the rats. The rats came because you nasty. I mean, what you talking about? You're fucking disgusting. You okay. Use the same bath water three days in a damn row. Like, come on. You shit in the street. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, sweetheart, please. Public health facts. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Mm. Mm. That was my one. I think we Washing all hands. felt we were all standing behind you yep. for the cause. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Definitely there for you there, man. Yeah. Who's next? Um I'll go. I just um I had a, a problem with my what you call it. And I don't even know who to talk to about this. I guess I have to go up to the what you call it, the leasing office. But I fucked around and I think I, I, well, I thought I had broke like my, uh, what's you call that stupid thing? Garbage disposal. Because mm-hmm. I actually, somehow a teaspoon got like stuck down there and it was like metal and it just stopped. When I, oh. I, didn't, I didn't realize it was down there. I was like, oh, God damn it. Damn garbage disposal swallowing up my small shit <laughs> before I get to wash it. Uh, so I had to get someone to come repair it. And you know, a lot of times they'll come in when I'm not home and I wasn't home like, all week i was here monday um and then i was not here tuesday wednesday or thursday and come back home till friday i think they fixed my shit on wednesday and of course i get home i'm tired as a motherfucker so friday night i think i went back to my room put like a robe on or something and went right to sit on my couch (laughs) i didn't look at shit (laughs) at shit and then yesterday, so after I came out from the movies and I started, like, starting to cook and stuff, I go to this door back here, and that shit is damn near open. And I didn't even fucking realize that that shit was like, I mean, it did not close. And I'm like, how the fuck you managed to lock my door, but you did not close it, bro? How did you do that? So my door has been open since, I guess, Wednesday, and I finally shut the bitch back last night. Your back door, right? Mm-hmm. Because I usually have, like, a little um, pole thing in front of my front door. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to ward off intruders and stuff. Because it opens inward. But I can't do that with this door. So more often than not, when he has to come in here and fix you, he'll come through this one. On my porch. But my door was left open. And I'm like, bruh, I'm a single woman. In, in this goddamn neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God I live in a safe neighborhood, knock on wood. But, and no one came in. To, I mean, literally anybody could have walked up in my fucking house and stole all my shit while I was out of town. And it could have came in and killed my ass Friday night. <laughs> and I would have been none the wiser. I would have like, how the fuck you get in here? But my fucking door was open. What was your response? Like, at first, when you, like, what did you do? Bitch, I looked at that shit like, a, I was like, eyes wide open. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I looked out and I unlocked and then shut that bitch so quick 
And I just started looking around my house. I like, grabbed a knife because I ain't got no gun. You know, <laughs> searching who's hiding in my house because anybody could be in this motherfucker. Yeah. And it freaked me the fuck out. I was like, what the hell is going on here? And how did you not notice? Like, I know you guys are busy, but Jesus Christ. And he's such a nice man. But nigga, y'all, you have to do something about that. That's not okay. Uh, the only reason I'm good with you coming when I'm not fucking home is because I trust you to be right. Like, right. can't be leaving my shit open like that, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? And that's crazy where an intruder would go in. Right. Yeah. Right. An intruder would take the, the back door. I mean... I mean now she's checking on the right. <laughs> but, well, you know, I ain't even got nothing valuable in this motherfucker. Girl, they don't care. They don't know until they get in. Well, you oh, get, you you reported them. Did you make it a thing so it never happens again? No, because by the time I realized it was last night, and then I um. Well, you can call them on Monday. Monday morning, eight o'clock. Oh, Monday. Hey, like, hey. Listen, I don't know who comes and fixes my shit, but they left my door wide fucking open. I need like a twenty five dollar credit for my electricity bill because I know my shit been running since you left the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we about to run. I'm about to run this in the ground. <laughs> yeah. See, that was about why. They just kind of freaked me out. It scared me a little bit. I don't like that. I don't like that. Have some care with people. You got to watch what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be considerate. Yeah, I know I'm renting this motherfucker out. I know it's junky as a bitch in here, but Jesus, respect me. Okay? <laughs> respect my well-being, would you? Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Well, let's continue with respect me. Respect me yeah. <laughs> as the cashier, okay? So me and Kanara mm-hmm. are in Barbados, and we in the, the little convenience store that's at the resort, and we're getting some mm-hmm. snacks because we roll in late. The food took us two hours to get it. We finally get it. It's burger bites that's this size. It's only three on the plate, so we still fucking hungry. Okay, so then <laughs> we say, well, let's go to the convenience store to get some snacks. We got like two yeah. packs of, you know, the big chips and uh, some fruit punch. And we got um, two candies. And I'm going to just tell you what we got so you could understand why I was frustrated. And then we got like these little um, cheeses, basically. Get to the register. Hey, lady says, how are you doing? I said, good. You know, she was like, oh, do you have enough snacks? And he and I just looked at each other and I was like, yeah, you know, they're for the week. We just got here. She's like, sure, they're for the week. She said, "You'll." She said, all, "All it takes is you to sit down and start watching TV. Next thing you know, you'll eat them all." And I said, "Okay, okay, okay." Why do we eat all the snacks though? But that's none of your fucking business. That we <laughs> we were hungry. Okay, we just got off the plane. I am dead. We went to the little bar. The bar didn't serve us, you know, enough to satisfy our needs, so we ate the snacks. That's none of your business, though. So the next day, we try to run in the store in the morning time, hoping she ain't in the night, sh- you know, the night shift. She, she shouldn't be there in the morning. So we get us, you know, a few more, two more candies or whatever, and we left. And then we ended up having to go back for something. Oh, I wanted a Sprite. And that's the only place you could get, like, an American Sprite on the resort. Everything else was, like, mm-hmm. watered down. Get there. She's like, oh, just two today? Okay, babe. Man. Like the first, the first time you tried me, I knew I was trying to give you some grace. But the second time, 
oh, so you trying to be funny, funny. I said, yes. And (laughs) both of us just said, yes. Like, don't. That's it. Just bring the stuff up, put it in the bag, and let us go back to the USA. Right. Got us out here baking like a damn piece of frog, dead frog on the gravel. I need something to drink around here. (laughs) 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 And And don't you worry about it, bitch. And don't you worry about it. Kanar was like, us buying this stuff is a reason you have a job, so you should be telling us, thank you, I'll see you tomorrow. You know, like, right. don't want to hear your comments. That would have been funny. That would have been fine. She would have said, all right, girl, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all I have a good night now. I would have felt the vibe. He was like, Monique, calm down. Maybe she just, no. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. There is no, no. baby, sweetie. That's two days in a row. Two days in a now row. you being snarky with and, me. Mm-hmm. And she was nasty the first fucking time. Like, she didn't <laughs> stop at one sentence. She yeah. kept fucking going. It's I the quotation. Like, she literally took her hands and... Yes. Sure. Sure. Bitch. Don't you Girl. motherfucking worry about it. If you and your niggas in Barbados knew how to make a sandwich that somebody <laughs> could fucking get full off of, I wouldn't even have to come in this bitch. I wouldn't but you don't to... know how to cook a decent yes. meal. Like, we are American. I'm sorry. I know we're in a foreign country. It and was... y'all don't eat around this motherfucker. <laughs> but my God. If you had put the little we burger like sliders size. together that they made, it wouldn't have made the two slices that you needed to make the regular sandwich that we eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn shame. That's a shame. Damn. Okay. Like, granted, it was good, but we were too hungry in the later in the night. Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I can laugh about it now, but in the moment of it, I was like, really? Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, she tried it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It feels good to be back home, back to my sugar, and back to all the things I'd enjoy. Well, it looks like y'all had a good time, though. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Amazing. It was weird just going between the temperature changes that I, I I don't think you could ever get used to. But other than that, it was good. Good. I'm glad y'all had a good time. I just live vicariously through you both, Mm -hmm. since I now am following Canard. So I got different depictions of the vacation. While I was eating lunch in my car. He definitely shared more. He was like, why are you not posting me? You embarrassed? I said, boy, I'm trying to be present here. I'm trying to. <laughs> he definitely was posting. Yes. I definitely. A good thing I followed him because I wouldn't no, have known no. nothing. <laughs> but every time he was sharing stuff, it was me eating. I was like, people going to think all I did this whole trip was eat. And I kind of did, but hey, you don't have to tell me. I mean, it's a vacation. Right. Right, right, right. Do. Shit, you Take the laxative when I get Girl. back. <laughs> right. Don't worry yeah. about that now. It's a non-issue. Yeah. <laughs> Supposed to get fucked up and eat. That's all we ever did. Shit. And buy some stuff. Okay. First thing we get, where we eating at? No, we're going to the... <laughs> going to the Walmart. <laughs> yep. They're stoving this bitch. Let's go Walmart, Walmart the liquor snacks. store, and then maybe the seafood market. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to the house. And we're going to be in this house for the rest of the yeah. weekend. Show enough is. Show enough <laughs> is. Good times. Yes, for sure. All right. <clears throat> well, that's it. Um, I feel like it was pretty decent. Yeah. I feel like we had a good time here today. Yeah. Better than yeah. I thought it was going to be. 
Me too. Mm-hmm. Same, 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 same. And if you guys have anything else you want to add to the conversation, y'all know y'all can hit us up, unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram, TikTok. Um, you know, you can hit us up there and uh, talk to us. Let us know. So let's talk about your revelations for therapy. And maybe I'm not the only one that's crazy waiting for the other shoe to drop. For sure not. All right, let me know. Um, if you guys don't have anything else to add, Mo can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Oh my gosh. These headphones hurt in my ear today. I don't know why. Oh. Mm. Still not been the boot and bought a new microphone. Ooh. Oh. All the ones that I see are like those standalone ones, mm-hmm. like that are Bluetooth enabled and stuff, and they don't, oh. they, you don't, you can't have a jack like to put in it. So you gotta have Bluetooth headphones? I guess. But then it's like, can you hear separate Yeah, I mean, I do it with my phone. for joining us this week on unestablished be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate review and follow us on all podcast platforms or if you simply tell a friend about the show that would help us out too until next time peace and love